Now you look! I don't think you know who you're dealing with! I'm Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town! And I'm gonna be the world's greatest Pokémon master! I wanna be the very best Like no one ever was To catch them is my real test To train them is my cause Hey, welcome back everyone. It's the most influential speaker from the House of M. You, for ease, can call me James. Let's open up the icebox and see what we can find. Hey everyone, uh, we are back and I want to say thank you for your patience for the podcast uh, aspect. We have been on fire, on fire with our content and uh, deliverings to you all, to my lovely and lovely Ice Cubes. We have our YouTube platform going in full gear. We are bringing you new episodes every week so far, like I promised. You are seeing a great mixture of beating for all, revelations, fractured games, and yes, segments has now premiered. Please, if you have not checked out any of those uh, programs yet, go see them on my YouTube channel. You can find it at Icebox Cast. Subscribe, like the videos that you like, give a comment, I'll interact with you there too. And don't forget about the live uh, or the premiere uh, premieres of these uh, programs. I, I will pretty much always live or be available to live chat on there too. Um, it gets kind of lonely when it's just me saying things to myself uh i did but it's very exciting when i have people actually commenting and uh, chatting with me it's a lot of fun so please go check that out but we've been in full effect there but of course the podcasts have taken a back seat and i don't know why because the podcasts, especially according to mr charlie huckle are the easiest things to produce especially in uh, post-production so I'll, I'll get more regularity with these podcasts um, and this is my attempt to do so. I know I just launched an uh, episode probably a month ago now, and uh, it was actually something we pulled from the archive that was not that was supposed to be released in 2020 and never was. Um, so you got to enjoy that. That, of course, was another conversation about Cobra Kai with the wild card himself. So this uh, this episode, I'm going to usually I, the first part of my intros, I'm usually yelling about something. I'm going to try to keep this pretty light because the subject matter that we're talking about today is quite fun and very, very entertaining, um, very amusing, very happy, and I'm going to try to stay that way for the beginning of this podcast as well. We have a very special guest on the podcast today, and her name is Ashley. Ashley is coming on here, and we are going to be talking about Pokemon. But 
before we get into that conversation, there's something I wanted to get off my chest, okay? And that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe offerings. Do you think the Icebox had a ton of stuff coming out? No, holy cow. Wait till you see what the MCU has to deliver. I mean, they're giving the Icebox a run for our money. I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Check this out. They just recently released the uh, MCU cinematic slate of movies coming out between now and I think like 2023. I'm going to list them off for you. Okay? And uh just tell me tell me you're not excited about this. Coming the soonest is Black Widow, which, of course, got pushed back. Um, probably a lot of these movies got pushed back, but Black Widow numerous times here. But Black Widow is finally coming out, and that is coming out July 19th. Jeez. Let's, I'm, it's right in front of me, and I can't even say the right date. Black Widow is coming out July 9th, 2021. I am very much looking forward to that one. I want to see the Taskmaster. I want to see the Red Guardian, and, of course, Black Widow herself. The other trailer that just got released too, and I am all, I am all in because I love the martial arts. I cannot do it, but I am a fan of watching the martial arts play out on screen. Mortal Kombat just came out. I watched that. I had a lot of fun because I had a lot of kung fu fighting and, and karate chopping and and, and get over here. All those fun things. Shang-Chi. And I pronounced it that way. My son corrected me. You know my son digs he said it's shang chi i think i said shang chi and that's what i continued to say i think but he said it's pronounced shang chi anyway i don't know how to pronounce it uh, so i'm just gonna say that but it's it's i'm gonna say my dumb way shang chi the legend of the ten rings that is a great looking flick you can see the trailer um out on youtube now go check it out that's coming out september 3rd 2021 the next movie that they have announced uh, is The Eternals. And a lot of mixed reaction with The Eternals, I think. People are, you know, saying, oh, it's going to be great. But there's a lot of people saying, this could be the first. I you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Marvel introduced the Guardians of the Galaxy to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not, ev not everyone knew who they were. They were not household names. Um, and then when Guardians did come out, it blew everyone out of the water. That is still... My favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Guardians of the Galaxy number one. I have a plan. You've got a plan. Yes, I have part of a plan. So with the Eternals, um, they could be the same kind of thing because not too much is known about them, even by comic book people. I, I myself am one of those people that I don't know too much about the Eternals. You want to know what I know about the Eternals? That, it's what I know from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know it has Angelina Jolie in it and that one guy from um, Silicon Valley. <laughs> That's what I know about the Eternals. There's some other things, but yeah, it's more entertaining if I say it this way. That's all I know is what Hollywood put in front of me with uh, what they've done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Angelina Jolie and that guy from Silicon Valley from HBO series. So the Eternals, that's coming at you uh, November 5th. So that'll be a nice birthday present for myself. 2021 rounding out or finishing out the calendar year for the marvel cinematic universe is this one spider-man no way home coming at you december 17th 2021 
there are all kinds of rumors about this movie from everyone. It's been funny. It's been made a, you know, like a gag that everyone's coming back to this movie. Even like Michael Keaton as Batman while making his return in Spider-Man No Way Home is what they're saying. And they're doing that because they've said Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield are coming back and having Spider-Man appearances in this movie. Um, Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2 is supposed to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. We have no idea what the heck's going to happen. And that's fine. That is fine. Let's how, how about the how about this? Let's just watch the movie and see what happens, okay? Do we have to know everything and everyone that's in the flippin' movie? We don't. Take a chill pill, relax, watch Spider-Man No Way Home when it comes out in theaters and well, who knows? I'm assuming theaters and probably streaming services, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, probably not. Maybe it is just theaters. December 17th. We'll check that out. Spectacular, spectacular, the other movies I don't really know too much about, so I'm going to kind of just rattle these off. But this is this is the upcoming year. So in 2022, the first Marvel goodness we'll get on the cinematic screen will be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's coming to you March 25th of 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder will be coming out May 6th, 2022. Everyone is anticipating that one. I cannot wait, especially because of the villain that's announced for that movie. The Butcher, the God Butcher, uh, played by Christian Bale. Ho, ho, holy cow. That is going to be amazing. If If no one's read that series by Jason Aaron with the God Butcher in it, do yourself a favor. Write it down right now. Right now. Remind yourself to read it and read it. Even if the movie has nothing to do with what the storyline that played out in the comics, you will have done yourself a huge treat by reading that arc by Jason Aaron. Please, read it. Go get it. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yipambe! July 8th, 2022. Um... That is coming out. Who knows what direction they're going to go into with that. I've heard everything from Dr. Doom to the Submariner. We will see what the heck is coming out for that. This one I don't know nothing about. It's called The Marvels. Uh, and that's coming up late 2022, November 11th. A birthday treat for me. Uh, the Marvels is coming at you. So we'll see what that one's all about. We also have in 2023. Look how far they're going ahead in this. This is phase four, mind you. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. The big spoiler alert villain probably you're going to see here is Kang the Conqueror. Wow. What a villain that will be, especially on the cinematic screen. Kang the Conqueror. I was going after his first appearance years ago. And it was always just a little too expensive. Too expensive. Well, now it's totally out of my my uh, realm of reality, so I'll never get that. But King the Conqueror, hopefully making his appearance in Quantumania there. And I mentioned it earlier, but my favorite Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 1. Well, guess what? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be making its way out May 5th of 2023. And of course, of course, there's no release date. But the last teaser pick they showed was a number four with Marvel Studios dead in the center. Of course, they mean the Fantastic Four. We shall see 
if that was just a pure tease or they are legit. That is the next one coming out after Guardians Volume 3. Fantastic Four has been tried a couple times now, multiple movies, and it didn't stick the landing. It didn't stick the takeoff, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. So we shall see what this Marvel Cinematic Universe will do with the Fantastic Four. But you know what? They have yet to disappoint. Now, all these movies I just mentioned could be a disappointer. So you don't know. Um, and maybe they'll never reach the Fantastic Four. But I wouldn't bet against them. This is Marvel, baby. This is where it's all at. Make mine Marvel. This is going to be spectacular. I just want to make sure I'm living. Please do not let me die before these movies come out and I will be a happy soul. I will be a happy soul. Okay, so not bad, right? I kept the podcast pretty light, pretty happy, pretty heartfelt and meaningful. So we are going to segue now to our special guest, Ashley, who is here with us to talk about Pokemon, what Pokemon means to us, Pokemon's 25th anniversary. You'll see all the, you'll hear about all the video games that she's played. It's just Pokemon. That's all we're talking about because Pokemon is awesome. Pokemon is wonderful. Pokemon is for all. Let's welcome everyone. Let's 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 talk with Ashley. I want to be the best there ever was to beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. All right, everyone. We are back with the Icebox Podcast, and we have a very very special guest. Uh, her name is Ashley, and she is bringing with her tons of knowledge about a topic that I am so passionate about. Uh, and I, I love this ever since it came out. We are going to be talking about the world of Pokemon and how that world has has helped us, changed us, what the status of the of Pokemon is now today for us and all kinds of stuff. Let's get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, to all my ice cubes, I give you Ashley. Ashley, say hello to everyone and tell us tell us how you're doing. Hi everyone, my name is Ashley. It's nice to meet everybody and I am very happy to be here and I'm honored that I was invited to come on. Thank you, James. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. No problem. Thank you for coming <laughs> on. This is this is going to be fun. Yes, I can't wait. I uh, love talking about Pokemon. I, will, <laughs> I could talk about Pokemon any day. <laughs> yes, and that, that's, the, that's one reason why I wanted to bring you specifically on because I know um, you, the topic of Pokemon is very near and dear to you too. Um, and I know we only have like an hour scheduled for this podcast, but yes, like you, I, I could be talking about this forever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I like everything Pokemon, um, all the way down to, uh, from the animated series, the, the TV series to the oh, video yeah. games to um pokemon go uh the the only thing i never got into was i collect the cards i don't anymore but i never got into actually playing the card game um that is so i think that's the only thing i never yeah mm -hmm. that, that is so yeah. interesting because <laughs> everything that you just said is pretty much the same with me i it's it's weird because mm -hmm. 
that's what Pokemon technically is. It's, you know, the, it's the TCG, the, the card game. And I've never played the game. Um, I, I played very, very loosely with mm-hmm. my son when he was young because he got into the mm-hmm. world of Pokemon too. And, and we would play, you know, nothing like strict rules or anything because he was really young. But um, I never really mm-hmm. like went to... Uh, what are the events are like called like regionals and all these other things and stuff like that. But I never got into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I wouldn't mind trying to be perfectly honest. Um, and you know, building, yeah. building a mm-hmm. deck just so someone could totally annihilate me <laughs> because I know mm-hmm. I wouldn't be very good at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just that, uh, but yeah, I love, I've loved everything. So let, okay. So you mentioned the, the cartoon uh, was very special to me too. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. it pretty much got me into Pokemon, to be honest. Um, I love that you had, a. I love the hundred, the original 150, uh, mm-hmm. you got to catch them all. Mm-hmm. The theme song, Ash Ketchum, Palatown, mm-hmm. Pikachu, mm-hmm. Squirtle, Squirtle Squad, all that stuff. So before I just, uh, get carried away, um, <laughs> <laughs> what was, uh, what was, why was that cartoon special to you? You know, I started watching it when the TV series first came out from the very beginning. I think I was 15 when it first came out. And the very first episode I saw was Battle Aboard the St. Anne when (laughs) Ash and his friends, uh, um, you know, boarded it uh, when it ultimately crashed into the sea. And I wasn't (laughs) sure what to think of it at first because I had never really watched anime. Right, right. but it, it grew on me, and I ultimately thought the show was hilarious. Yeah. You know, all the goofy, goofy antics when James was duped into buying the Magikarp, thinking it was a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're, you, you're bringing up such details that I haven't even thought about since, since watching it. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Jesse, you know, pointed out, she's like, you know, Magikarp is a, is a do-nothing Pokemon. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then I, they uh, started showing, um, you know. And then I saw the episode where uh, that trainer abandoned his his uh, Charmander, yeah. and then Ash ended up taking him in. And I was like, "Well, that's so sad." That but is I, a I very it was sweet a re- episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I I was like, "This is a really good show." Yep. And then I, I it grew on me. But I still love all the old episodes. In fact, I bought um, the DVD box set for. The first three seasons, the Indigo League, the Orange Islands, and the Johto League. Oh, wow. Um, Did you do that yeah. just recently? What was that? Did you do that recently or no? No, it was a good number of years oh, ago. Okay, okay. They, Yeah, they never re-released um, the Orange League or the Johto League on Blu-ray. Yeah. And they re-released uh, the Indigo League season one on Blu-ray, but it was only the first 52 episodes. Um out of like 80 some episodes so i haven't picked that up yet but i still love those old episodes they have they have a funny creative streak that i feel like the new episodes don't have there yeah it's 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 um like i said i i only watched the um the original i guess what you said 80 80 episodes Mm -hmm. yeah which is pretty much the canto league right yes okay Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i pretty much watched that one because from beginning to end and then, mm-hmm. and then I just, I don't want to say I grew out of it, but it's just, listen to me, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 43 year old, mm-hmm. 43 years old right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> and I, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still loving Pokemon. But, um, oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. you said, I think the big thing with me was, uh, 
I think the voice actors changed. The look yeah, kind of changed too, and mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. The cart, you know, the anime evolves and stuff like that too to get new viewers mm-hmm. in that has to, but it just it. I kind of went away from it, um, but yeah, that that original eighty uh, episode uh, set. That's I, to me, it's the best. I I love yes. the uh, the gym leaders too, like Surge, yeah. Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. I, I love the uh, Haunter episode too. Um, oh yeah, that, that was like spooky, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, <laughs> and the other psychic Pokemon, uh, like Abra and and the, his introduction and stuff too. But it mm-hmm. was that's why it was so cool is because um, each of those episodes it was brand new, like everything was new. Oh yeah, and they introduced I know. all the Pokemon and mm-hmm. you know that 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 loving and catchy song, <laughs> the poker rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it oh, was just so good. I loved I loved that cartoon. Um, oh, me too. And you know what? I, I, know. I think mm-hmm. I finally just noticed, um, mm-hmm. like when the series, I think it was towards, no, maybe it was the beginning. Do you remember them showing uh, Ho-Oh? Yes. Yeah. In the, in the very okay. first episode. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. I can, um, I can annihilate that story. So why don't you tell us um, like the significance of the, of showing Ho-Oh in that, in that first episode? Well, I always wondered about that because um you know, Ho-Oh was actually from the second generation, the right. Ho-Oh, or the, um, the, the Johto, um, the, you know, the, uh, the Johto uh, League, league yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And I always wondered about that, uh, you know, from Gold and Silver, and I looked it up, and it turned out that uh, the uh, Pokemon was originally supposed to be, I think, 190 Pokemon, uh-huh. um, but they changed it to only 151 Right. Um, so I don't know if it was a cartridge uh, memory constraint or, <laughs> but it turned out that's why Ho-Oh was in the very first episode. And that could be why Togepi was also in um, the Kanto League, you know, in um, yeah. series one too. Yeah. So yeah, I was wondering about that. And then something else that I thought of when Ash made it to the Pokemon Center after he and Pikachu were chased by those Spearow. Yeah. Um, he was looking at that mural on the wall of the legendary birds. And he also pointed to, I think, uh, Ho-Oh on the mirror. Uh, and he was like, I saw that Pokemon. Um, so that too represented Ho-Oh on there. And I was like, well, that's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool mm-hmm. that they played homage to that so early on and for it to mm-hmm. play out later. Um, I yeah. thought, thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. And like yeah, you said, much Togepi later. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's like uh, the yeah. Ho-Oh was, mm-hmm. I think he, uh, Ho-Oh even looked differently when they premiered him in the yeah. in, in the regular, mm-hmm. right? Am I Or am I making that up? No, that's correct. He, I think, was just one solid color. I yeah. think he was a gold color or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, looking at Togepi, and I was like, who is that? And then I remember... <laughs> playing through uh pokemon red and blue and i think i had a g- i know it's kind of uh controversial but i had a game shark um oh you know if that, that, if that's yeah. as controversial as we get on this show that'll be a blessing <laughs> <laughs> okay <good>. so go <laughs> ahead <laughs> yeah i was just a kid and i think well I... here you know what let's do this mm-hmm. because i don't know if everyone knows what that is. so tell us what a game shark is okay it was it was kind of like game genie um, some people might know what a Game Genie was. It was one of those those cheat devices that I think was for Game Boy and Game Gear. And I think they even had a Game Genie for like NES and Super NES. Um, okay. It even came with a little booklet uh, to put in, you know, easy cheat codes, you know, like Infinite <laughs> Lives or 
something like that. And I, I think I had a game shark for Pokemon Red and Blue, and I think it gave you like a, a complete Pokedex. And oh, nice. I was like, "Where's?" Yeah, I was like, "Where's Togepi?" And I had a friend at the time. They're like, "Oh, Togepi's Generation Two, like Gold and Silver." I was like, "Oh." That's weird. They had Togepi early. Right, right. And I was like, well, that explains why Togepi isn't in red and blue. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, before we get, because you mentioned the video games is another big area of Pokemon, which I think we'll talk about right now. But before we do, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. the last thing I wanted to get out there was uh, for the the cartoon series, um, Mm -hmm. I I was so crazy about Pokemon during that cartoon uh, time frame that I was like, I want the soundtrack. And I'm like, mm, I need mm-hmm. to get that soundtrack. And sure enough, I got it for Christmas that same year. And <laughs> oh, nice. I, uh-huh. I still own it. Um, I know I was uh, texting you earlier a couple month ago or whatever, and I mentioned mm-hmm. that. But uh, since I mentioned it, I went to go look for it because I was like, I got to see this thing. And mm-hmm. it's still in the same uh, CD case that I put it away in. But I have mm-hmm. the original CD of the soundtrack from the cartoon, the original, um, you know, the art that came in the CD jewel case and stuff, too. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my I, God. I, love that I, soundtrack. I still play the soundtrack on my commute to wherever I'm going every now and then. <laughs> it's so I loved it so much. The songs in there. I mean, they just captured that time frame perfectly for me. Um, and it just brings back so many memories. And what's awesome is that mm-hmm. when I introduced Pokemon to my my kids, um, mm-hmm. I even played the soundtrack and songs from there, and they they you know they sang along with it, and that's kind of what got them into Pokemon too. So, uh, very very cool. oh yeah, I, I always love that soundtrack. Did you ever get the soundtrack, or do you have a favorite track from that original set? I do. In fact, um, I was going to say earlier, some of my favorite songs from that are the Pikachu's jukebox that they played later oh on God, in yeah. um, season one. Yeah, I really like those. The um, Some of my favorite ones are like My Best Friend. I thought that yes. was like a really catchy song. I love that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah I in totally fact, agree. Yeah, and I was watching on YouTube the other day. They had like a, um, like a, a multi-language one where they'd play oh. um, like bits and pieces of the song in different languages. I think they had it in like 30 different languages where they'd play a few seconds, you know, in each language. And it would have a little thing saying which language it was that's cool i know i didn't know that one either. yeah what what mm-hmm. um did they, they have a spanish one yeah they did they oh, had cool. um yeah the um like latin american spanish and then they had the um not that i speak spanish uh, but... <laughs> what was that not that i speak spanish oh <laughs> <laughs> just curious yeah yeah and then they had the um uh, spain spanish and yeah oh, they nice. had all yeah it was really neat to hear different ones the soundtrack to the first movie with oh. uh, Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so, okay, before, I know I said we were going to talk about video games, but let's, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the movie <laughs> since you brought it up. Um, tell mm-hmm. me, did you, did you go see that in theaters and everything? I did, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, uh, me go and, ahead. Tell yeah, me about your experience some, with that then. Uh, some friends, of, uh, uh, me and some friends actually went and saw it. It was packed in the theater. That was, uh, <laughs> it was, I had no idea, like, what to expect the movie i thought it was going to be more like the you know the cartoon which of course it was it was the same cast i didn't think it was going to be like a full story you know and i remember um i don't know if you watched the care bears when you were a kid 
I knew of them. I saw them because they were on Saturday mornings. I didn't like watch every episode though. But I, I mean, I know the introduction <laughs> and and stuff. But what, why? Why do you bring that up? Well, in the second Care Bears movie, um, there was a main character named Christy. She was a human. She, um, at the end, she was struck by one of the 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 main bad guy, and she turned to Crystal. And I remember she oh, <laughs> they no didn't way. know how to. Yeah, they didn't know how to break the curse until they kept saying, like, we care or something like that. Uh-huh. By saying that, she turned, she turned, like, it broke the curse. Right. And then, like, the, I remember the exact same thing happened to Ash. Yep. And, like, all the Pokemon tears brought him back. And I remember, <laughs> like, a couple people, like, said that it was just like the Care Bear movie. I'm like, oh, my God, the exact same thing happened. That <laughs> is cool. Was, I did not know I, that. That is cool. That, yeah, that's, like, right exactly what happened. Yeah, he turned to like crystal too, or so. oh, no, he turned to he turned into like like a rock kind of thing. Like he was like petrified. Yeah, 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 and, and like and remember, yeah, you're right. All the tears of the Pokemon kind of like came in together and that brought him back, uh, which which tugged at the heartstrings when I saw it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to find the um, like a clip on YouTube of like Christy turning to Crystal uh-huh. and the. Care Bears saying we care and bringing her back. I was like, wow, it's just like the Care Bear movie. <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. When the Pokemon start fighting each other, and mm-hmm. I'm like, stop. Yeah. This is not. And, and, okay, listen to what I'm about to say, Ashley. I, I am, I'm going to say that's not what Pokemon do. <laughs> but technically, <laughs> that's all they do is they battle each other, you know, in, in the gyms and stuff. But it was what was different in this one is that it was artificial. You know, um, and it was right. it was mm-hmm. a spite or an anger that kind of drove this one. So I remember seeing that, especially the Pikachu. They just kept hitting each other until they became like weak. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. you guys, you got to stop. I remember just, you know, like, stop, don't fight. <laughs> don't fight each other. Oh, my God. That, that got me so much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Usually Pokemon only fight, you know, when their masters or their trainers tell them to, you know. Right. And this was different. This was different. So, yeah, the movie was really, I thought it was really well done. Um, again, the first, mm-hmm. that was the first appearance of Mew and Mewtwo uh, as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes, that was their first appearance. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, there was the one episode. Um, that introduced and, Mewtwo. Um, yeah. Well, right? wait, no, there was that one episode in um, season one where it showed Giovanni um, uh, beating Gary and I think, um, well, I think Gary was beaten by Mewtwo with his Arcanine with the, with the and King. Right? Yeah, the armored Mewtwo. It did show him for a few seconds, so okay. it tied in with the movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, well done. That's how mm-hmm. you, that's how you market that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Mewtwo armor, which, um, mm-hmm. and we'll get into this later, but. Um, I still don't have a Mewtwo in armor for Pokemon Go. Do you have one? I do. do I could trade you one. Oh, oh yeah. you have extra? <laughs> Next time I see you, maybe we'll have to trade. I have to make sure I get enough yeah. Stardust. Um, okay, Pokemon Go later. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go later. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to tell us about the movie? No, I, I think that's it. It was great. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. you must go watch it. It's, it's very entertaining. It's the first movie, too, and they've done many sequels since then too but this first one uh to me has a magical spot just because it's 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 the first one and i think they literally call it pokemon the first movie right 
Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Okay, mm-hmm. so the other aspect of Pokemon that is widely popular are the video games. Mm-hmm. So yes. I will start this conversation off because it's pretty short. <laughs> because I played <laughs> Pokemon. I bought Pokemon uh, Blue and Red. Mm-hmm. I played Pokemon Blue because Squirtle, and this is why Squirtle is my favorite starter Pokemon, he was my first Pokemon. I And I picked Blue version to get it. Um, I think I gave, or I let my younger brother play Pokemon Red, and he picked Char- Charmander. Um, mm-hmm. But I played, I played that game, and I never played a game like that ever. And it was just so cool because yeah. I, I never wanted to get beaten by the trainer, so I would spend hours uh, uh, just beating random Pokemon to strength to strengthen my uh, my Pokemon in my Pokedex. And I remember going into the training training battles or the trainer battles uh, when I was ready. I was like, oh, there's no way I can lose because I have level, you know, 20 Pokemon and I'm going in to fight them and such. Um, but that, I, I played Pokemon Blue. So I, I bought uh, Pokemon Yellow and mm-hmm. um, I never I never played it. Uh, I just kept it mm. <laughs> kept it in package. Um, and then <laughs> after that, Ashley, I think I played Pokemon Stadium. Uh, oh be- yeah <laughs> because you could transfer your your red and blue games into that thing yes and then uh-huh. i also played pokemon snap um mm. mm-hmm. but i think that's that's literally where i stopped because mm. and i don't know if pokemon snap left a bad taste in my mouth because to me it was all you're doing is taking pictures of pokemon and i was like correct I, it's i, I need mm-hmm. i need more <laughs> in a mm-hmm. video game than that so after snap i think i eventually bought pokemon pinball um, mm, which mm-hmm. I still have. I love that game. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a pinball uh-huh. game. How can you not love it, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, but then I stopped playing um, mm, the video mm-hmm. games. I never got silver, pearl, mm-hmm. diamond, all those other games. I I did not play them. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, literally, I think, um, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, that I got back mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I got back into it. Which I'll mm-hmm. talk in about. I'll talk about in a second. But Tell me about, or take us on a, a roller coaster ride of how, or the different games that you played, <laughs> and um, like kind of what you thought of them. Oh, I think I've played almost all of them. I started out with, I, I wanted Pokemon Yellow because I thought it looked cute, you know, Pikachu and interacting with him. But yeah. I, I was impatient, and I didn't want to <laughs> wait until Pokemon Yellow came out, so I bought Blue. No, I was going to get yellow anyway in like a month. Right. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I bought blue, played through it and beat it. Um, and then, of course, I bought yellow too a month later and played through that and beat it. And I love both of them. <laughs> um, a kid in high school actually had red. I don't know where he got it from. It didn't have a label for some reason. And he gave oh. it to me and I played through and beat that too. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, cool. You, yeah. you literally played them all. Oh, my God. I did. Um, and then Pokemon Gold and Silver came out. I bought Gold, um, played through that and beat it. And then Crystal came out and I played through that and beat it. And I have to say that one is probably to this day my favorite one. Um, I think because it was so different at the time, you know, they made um, changes to it um, that weren't in, you know, gold and silver because it was the special edition. I think because Suicune is one of my favorite Pokemon. Uh, Um, Yeah, and um, so that one, like, kind of holds a special place in my heart, you know. Um, And then I think the one after that... um, Oh, uh, 
uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I played through Sapphire. I liked that one, but there was just something about it that was kind of not my favorite one. But I p- played through that one. Um, and then I got Pearl. I really liked that one. I think I put, like, 300 hours into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I really enjoyed the online aspect to that one because I think that was the first one where you could play online oh. and you could, yeah, you could trade with people online um, without having to live trade with them. You could upload a Pokemon and then ask for a Pokemon and um, you could like kind of bank it and ask for a Pokemon and then check back later. Oh, and like if you submitted a good Pokemon, 99% of the time when you check back later, uh, you'd get the Pokemon you wanted, so I actually completed my Pokedex that way. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that was really cool. So, um, and then I think the next one was Black and White, and I got Black and What were the legendary that. for Black mm-hmm. and White? Do you remember? Um, oh, what I were I they? Could, I could Google it. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh... Zekrom and Rushiram, I think. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Um, and then I think the next, I don't know, after a while, they all kind of started running together because there were so many. Right. Um, I think the next one after that was Sun and Moon. Um, I really like that one, too. Um, okay. Played through that one. Um, and then was Sword and Shield, I think. And so, yeah. I like I liked that one a lot. It was a little easy, in my opinion, um, compared to the other ones. I beat that one with a less amount of playtime. Okay. Um, but there is the DLC, which I have, and I haven't gotten around to it yet. So um, I did some of the... Or I did play a lot of the other, like, interim games. You know, like you mentioned, I played Pinball and yeah. Stadium. And then I played some of the um, Mystery Dungeon games, too. Oh, okay. What are, what are those? I didn't play that. They, um, it's the one where you're actually the Pokemon and they talk. Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And, uh, the Mystery Dungeon concept games, there's other ones like that where, uh, you go into a dungeon and the layout is completely different every time you go on a floor and it's, um, like live battling, uh, where you attack on the spot, um, like with weapons or like when you're the Pokemon, you use like a quick move. Oh, okay. Um, there's other, yeah, there's other um, mystery dungeon games too, but usually huh. the premise of, is, of it is each time you go to a floor, the layout is completely different. It's like auto generated. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever mm-hmm. even heard of those yet. Yeah. Um, they're, they're fun though, because the storyline of the Pokemon mystery dungeons is usually pretty good. Oh, huh, cool. Uh, have, when, yeah. When's the last mm-hmm. time those came out? Um, the first one was for Game Boy Advance, and then, um, there were some for DS and 3DS, and with those two, there's, like, two versions, you know, like, uh, kind of, like, red and blue, you know, with, um, like, subtle differences, but, uh, um, kind of like you, I bought Pinball and, uh, Stadium, and those kind of hold a lot of memories to me, too, because I was in high school, you know? Yeah, yeah. I see, and I was, uh, I was like in, I was in college, I think, uh, playing mm-hmm. <laughs> playing those games too. So, yeah. uh, but I, I mean, I actually mm-hmm. we were, uh, or we were cleaning out some bins, and mm-hmm. we literally came across uh, my pinball game, 
And I was like, do not throw that away. <laughs> and, and not, that, not that she would. But um, so we, mm-hmm. we kept that one, too. I kept that aside. And I was like, oh, I got to play that again. Because it was, it was a lot of fun. I remember having the, it came with a rumble pack. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> that was that was. Uh-huh. I think that was the only game that utilized it, at least that I knew of. Um, mm-hmm. But it was still, it was still fun, and uh, I remember. Oh yeah, it was it, it just it was like a it's, it's a pinball game, um, but you mm-hmm. have to catch the Pokemon and um, get mm-hmm. you know, the little flippers. You got to hit the ball and all that stuff. It was it was. Oh it was, yeah, it was fun. I love that. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I liked it too. I was I was terrible at it, but I loved it. <laughs> like I, I remember looking online at. All the Pokemon you could catch in all the cities, like you could make it to the Indigo League, and you know you could make it to, um, you know, you could even make it to uh, uh, like um, some of the later ones, you know, like Fuchsia City. And I'm like, yeah. God, how, how can you make it all? The, uh, yeah, like make I, it that far? I was so bad. I, I did not get far in that game at all. <laughs> but, no, me neither. Yeah, and I, but, I, I, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, would Game Shark help with that too or no. Um, it could help you to, I never used it on it, but you could oh. get like a complete Pokedex, I think. I gotcha. gotcha. Just, just yeah. in case I revisit it and I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, my best gaming years are behind me. So <laughs> I was like, if I can get yeah. any advantage, I, I will take it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, um, I really like Pokemon Stadium too. I played the heck out of that game. Yeah. I, um. Yeah, I love the concept that how you could upload your Pokemon from Red and Blue to play right. on like 3D. You know, I thought that was that was really a big cool. Jump. Yeah, that was a big jump seeing that first time in yeah. color in 3D. Yeah, like you said. Um, oh yeah, and just mm-hmm. seeing—I th- I remember seeing my Blastoise for the first time, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is this is heaven." <laughs> this is so oh, cool. I know, and I <laughs> I love the mini games too. Like I always say that they should um bring back the. The mini games from uh, Pokemon Stadium One and Two, and put them like on the Switch or something. That would be sweet. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, oh, I know. That I mean, come mm-hmm. on, I mean, they they can make so much off of that too, re-releasing them or, or adding it to the, mm-hmm. to the library and stuff with a subscription mm-hmm. or whatnot. That I would I would totally play the heck out of that now. Yeah, I know. Uh, a couple of years ago, my friend and I went to the State Fair. She still has her N sixty four. She bought Pokemon Stadium just for the mini games. <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh my god like I, she had no because she and i used to play it a lot in high school and yeah. even though she never even got into the battle and concept she wanted it just for the mini games it was pretty well, funny fun. they're fun yeah it, oh yeah um i i never got rid of my 60 or stadium game i mean i had it of course but on it right now i i actually don't remember where i actually it mm-hmm. <laughs> um it might for all i know it might be still at my parents at my parents place or something no. <laughs> so i'll have to check that out later <laughs> yeah i know i i made the mistake of trading in my n64 way back like oh. god i think god, i think i was still maybe a teenager maybe 17 or 18 and i mean a lot of the n64 games were released on the you know the wii virtual console right but a lot of them have not and i miss a lot of those and i wish i never traded it in you know but... i know i mean that that happens mm-hmm. i mean the game games have evolved that's a whole other mm-hmm. podcast <laughs> but they've evolved so much and you have to you know to keep up with the new stuff you 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 know what do you do with the old ones you know and and oh, some, yeah. some people mm-hmm. still have them um and just just be for for reselling purposes too which uh, is another gripe of mine. Just keep it to, to make money <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think for the most part, I think I've kept most of my uh, systems um, mm-hmm. with their games because I just I didn't I couldn't. 
you should see my place. I, I mean, I have toys everywhere it's because I can't, <laughs> I can't get rid of these things. <laughs> They're all so special to me, you know. Um, but oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's it's crazy cool, crazy cool. But yeah, Pokemon Stadium was a lot of fun. Um, again, mm -hmm. just that first experience of seeing the Pokemon in 3D and and mm -hmm. uh, the the mini games like you mentioned too. Um, yeah, I, I I gotta find my copy. <laughs> I gotta because I think I, I still have the 64. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I gotta, and the controllers and the, everything still works because, and they've been tested. Cause I, I remember playing with my, uh, my kids when they were young too, cause I wanted to introduce them to some of the games that were on there. So, oh yeah. And I, um, I've since learned my lesson. I never trade in games anymore. I have a, oh. a whole bunch of, uh, Game Boy games and, and, or, uh, Super Nintendo games and, um, oh, good for you. I, uh, Yeah. I know this is a little off topic from Pokemon, but okay. I have a That's bunch okay. of, um, <laughs> I collect Saturn games and Sega CD games now, so, oh. and they just keep going up in value and rarity now, so I, I never sell games anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, and some of them are crazy with what, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of them aren't, I guess, but, um, like you said, mm -hmm. the, the Sega ones, um, some of those are like crazy expensive now. For originals oh yeah do, do you have any um that if you don't want to release it on air that's fine but but do you have any like uh uh hidden gems in your collection i do i have a, a panzer dragoon game called panzer dragoon saga it's worth about close to six hundred dollars holy cow really <laughs> yeah oh my yeah. god crazy that's, yeah that's a i holy i never i don't even know what that game is <laughs> <laughs> oh, but and that's for it to be worth 600 bucks holy cow good for you oh thank you yeah it's it's a um panzer dragoon is a it's a series of games where you like fly around on a dragon 3d and then they made a it's like a shooter game and then they made okay. a, a turn-based like jrpg based off of it and i guess they they only made like three to five thousand copies of it and i that oh. i think has to do with the rarity but yeah like a yeah. short run of it okay okay yeah. <laughs> oh, good for you. Nice job. That's oh, uh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned Sword and Shield, mm -hmm. and that game brought me back into it. So brought me back mm -hmm. into playing video games with Pokemon. Anyway, I should say. Uh, I yeah. know they they released uh, ones before that, which was like an Eevee and Pikachu. What, what is, I can't remember what they're called. Let's go Eevee. Mm -hmm. Let's go Pikachu or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Did you play those two? Yes, I forgot about that one. I I played Eevee. Okay, I, let's I, go Eevee. I mm -hmm. think we got I got them both because I gave one to my son, one to my daughter, mm -hmm. and uh, I I was watching them play that. And I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I I should really get back into this. Um, mm -hmm. And then my daughter uh, barely played the one I gave her, so I was like going to take that over and start there. But then mm -hmm. I start hearing about Sword and Shield coming out. Uh huh. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I think this is the one, uh, because of course, you know, they released the duo um, mm -hmm. of the game. So yeah. I, I played uh, Shield and my son played Sword, mm -hmm. and I cracked it open. And, and by this time, I was doing some of my YouTube stuff, and I was mm -hmm. like, I gotta record, you know, my gym battle or or, or whatever my experiences with this game. And I, I know you said it was easy. And when you said that, I was like, I'm so glad it is because for me coming out of quote unquote retirement of playing, you know, the uh -huh. Pokemon games, uh -huh. this was a great way for me to get back into it. Mm -hmm. So I, I used Grokey as my starter Pokemon. 
And um, so I would have him because he was my most powerful. So he would lead my Pokedex when we venture out and to get fighting Pokemon. And I and the rest of my uh, lineup was fire type, and I was going to strengthen them. So I spent hours just building them up to like level, I think twenty uh, or twenty two. And I was like, okay, Milo, let's do this. So before I went to go fight Milo, I um, I put in some other types of Pokemon just to get them strengthened too, because I knew I was ready. And stupid me, <laughs> I entered the gym <laughs> battle thinking um, that I'll have time because I never, I didn't, I didn't play this. I didn't know I was getting a uniform, <laughs> you know, all these different things. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I didn't know all this stuff. So I'm going in there and I, I think I was distracted with the uniform. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, cool. I get a, I get a gym uniform. So I'm going in there yeah. and then they have the obstacles of, you know, gathering the Wooloos and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go through here. I'll go through there. And then just when I'm uh, ready to enter the, the battle, I'm like, well, wait, I got I got I got to change my Pokemon lineup. And I wasn't able to change my lineup because apparently you have to do that before you enter the gym. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I and so I went into Milo's battle with the total wrong type of Pokemon to be oh. fighting the grass type. And, and again, I'm recording this for my, my YouTube thing. And I'm like, I'm going to lose. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm recording this. I don't want to lose. But um, if you don't know what happened, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell you. Uh, I want you mm-hmm. to watch my YouTube video. You can find me at Icebox <laughs> sure. Cast. Uh-huh. It's under Fractured Games. You can see the 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 ending mm-hmm. of that of that gym battle with Milo. But I was totally caught off guard. I'm not making that same mistake twice, Ashley. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, no. now when I go into uh-huh. this next one, I'm gonna make sure I have the right Pokemon. Yeah, they're in my lineup, so I can I can mop the floor with them. <laughs> um, but um, so tell me, uh, what were some of? You, I know you said it was easy, and you kind of beat it pretty quickly. But any standout moments or any cool things in uh, Sword and Shield, other than the DLC, which I know you commented on too, because you said you I haven't played that yet, but. Um, any call outs from Sword and Shield? Uh, how, how like it was it worth it? Um, you recommend it? That kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. It was, I mean, one of the things that I thought made it easy was uh, they did tell you like what um, what would be super effective right. uh, or not very effective against the the Pokemon, you know, the rival Pokemon. Yeah. Whereas the other games wouldn't tell you. You had to like kind of figure out the type matchups, you know. Yeah, that's true. But um. Yeah, and it was a little—it was a little on the short side compared to the other ones. But other than that, it was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I did like how they would show you the Pokemon in the overworld instead of um, not all of them. You know, the Pokemon in the shorter grass—you had to yeah. find yourself. But yeah, I did—I did like the Galarian variants. I thought they were, you know, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One thing was, um, I really wanted um, uh, Sur- uh, Surfetched. And okay. um, I discovered that they weren't in Shield; um, they were oh. only in Sword. So my friend Cynthia caught a um, gal- or a Galarian Farfetched for me, um, oh, cool. and <laughs> and um, transferred it over, uh, you know, traded it to me. And I really wanted a leak uh, <laughs> to go with it yeah. because it increases the. Uh, critical attacks nice um, okay but okay. yeah <laughs> but um it turns out to evolve it you need to i think land like 10 or 20 critical attacks oh, the geez. far-fetched um 
But it turns out that it was a lot easier with the leak than Google made it sound. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, like one in every ten attacks is uh, critical. Um, and I forgot what Pokemon had high defense um, that, I don't know, I ended up getting it like right away. So Google oh. made it sound a lot harder than it oh, was. Better. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's yeah. Cool, I mean, uh, it's not like it would take forever. I got it right away. <laughs> and uh, even mm-hmm. like uh, with Pokemon Go, uh, you can actually, um, I, you can transfer your some of your Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Sword and Shield too, um, which I started doing, and that I thought that was pretty. That's yeah. a pretty cool aspect too. Did you take advantage of that? Yeah, I did. Uh huh. And, and it's just, just like uh, I, I know. I guess there's some restrictions. I guess because I I remember transferring a lot of my dupes from Go into the sort of I can't remember what the app is, but it's, it's whatever that uh, midway point is. And um, and then I'm trying to get them into Sword and Shield. I was like, oh, I guess I can't do this one. So I guess there are rules and restrictions as to which one you can transfer. But um, I was able to transfer uh, a few of them. But it, when, when it turns out, because I'm so I'm such a novice in the at the Sword and Shield right now. Um, I wasn't aware that Pokemon don't really listen to you <laughs> when you're above level like 20 oh. or 22 or whatever. And so all when I'm, I got, that's I got, correct. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm using this Pokemon. I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm mm-hmm. going to totally beat this one. And then it just says like, uh, uh, Pikachu didn't listen to you or they turned away. And I was like, Oh, what the heck is this? And then my son, uh, simply put, he's like, Oh yeah, you don't have enough experience to, to make them uh, listen to you all the time. I was like, well, what the heck? <laughs> it's like, what's the what's the point of getting my own my yeah. cool Pokemon over there? But uh, that's just I just gotta play the game more, I guess you know. Yeah, I know. When you start getting gym badges, then you know you uh, Pokemon of higher levels. Yeah. yeah, and it's only with um traded Pokemon too, not uh Pokemon that you've caught that you level up. It uh that happened with the Pokemon Cynthia gave me, my friend Cynthia gave me too. It uh, leveled up really fast and stopped listening to me. I was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so be aware of that, people. If you haven't played the game yet, just be aware of that, so that so you're not so you're not caught by surprise. <laughs> we could talk about uh, Pokemon Go, um, because that's like the current game that has, I dare say, you know, has a a ton of people around the world. Uh, continuously playing. I know I play Pokemon Go every day, even if it's just to do something or send a gift or whatever. But I know I'm in that app every single day. Oh yeah. Well, I um, I downloaded the game the day that it came out. Yep. Um, I think it was July sixth of two thousand sixteen. Oh, look at you. And <laughs> just knowing I know. that date exactly. I only, yeah, I only know that because it shows up on my trainer card, like my start day. You know. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. 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 Yeah, I mean, same here. I play it every day. It, it's kind of become a part of my routine, you know, yeah. to open it up and check what's available, you know, what's out. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it constantly has in-game events um, where there's always something new going on. There's new um, tasks to complete, you know. Um, there, uh, There's, um, you know, what's called Pokestops where there's... Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, wherever you are, there's like a landmark yep. that you can check out. Yeah. Have you, uh, um, the been able to ca- create <laughs> any Pokestops? Um, well, there's an area near me, near me called Brown Deer Village. Okay. It's off of Brown Deer Road. It's like old Brown Deer. There's uh, quite a few restaurants and signs and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I 
successfully submitted uh, two restaurants, I think. Uh, one nice. is a family-owned deli. Yeah. And one is a sports pub. Um, and then there's um, uh, two signs, I think, that I submitted. One is like a digital sign with community messages. And the other one is just like, it says like, welcome to Brown Deer Village. And it's funny because the one that says welcome to Brown Deer Village, you can actually see my reflection in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Did that one Did that one uh, come to fruition or no? Yeah, that one was uh, oh, approved. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. And then um, there's a burger restaurant called uh, Schultz's in Sheboygan that was also approved, but I don't get to see that one as often. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then there was some I submitted that weren't approved that they said looked like a generic building. I don't quite understand how they determine that um because what i just submitted the sign for so they must look on like google maps or something yeah to determine that yeah but um i think that's it but yeah it's it's cool because the um the ones i submitted in brown deer village are like approximately close to each other so i feel like it's brought a lot of pokestops to that area you know oh very nice all thanks to you <laughs> yeah yeah i like going to that area now because prior to that there were um well there's two gyms in that area and then um i think just one other pokestop i think so because okay. of that there's more in that area that i go to now so um there's one that they're converting into a library so i kind of try oh. to submit that too <laughs> oh, nicely nice. that's cool i haven't so you can only do this if you reach level 40 i believe correct yes that okay. is correct so mm -hmm. if, you, if you haven't been able to submit a pokestop uh out there it's because either you're not a level 40 or you just didn't know about it but you have to be at level 40 so once you get that level 40 um go out and find those those landmarks and um have some fun creating some Pokestops. I have yet to do one. I am at level 40, but all the landmarks that I think are cool or that I just happen to be passing by, they're already a Pokestop. <laughs> so, or, or I'm driving <laughs> and I can't stop to, uh, to make it so or anything like that. Um, but I, so I still have to make my yeah. first one. I want to make it a special one. Maybe get my reflection in there too. <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon Go is awesome. That I, oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I, I was just going to say, uh, Pokemon Go is a lot of fun. Um, and like you said, it, the game just keeps uh, evolving. I think the first, after the or maybe second year, it got a little like stagnant or something. But I think it was just because they were develop, developing more and more into it. Nowadays, there's like, it almost seems like there's an event every week, <laughs> you know, whether it be yes. like spotlight hours, um, the raid hours, you know, community day events, mm -hmm. um, the sponsored Pokestops, that was something new. And then, of course, the releasing the different gens out there, too. So um, anything else you want to say about Pokemon Go? Um, I was just going to say that it's they have so many in-game events that it's very seldom that there's no event going on, right. and even when there's not. Only like a day or two seems to pass where there's not, and they um they celebrate holidays. Like yep. there's usually like a um like a Christmas slash you know holiday event going on. There's New yep. Year's. There's uh yeah, it's it's pretty fun. And they you know they release Pokemon. I think they're onto what the fifth generation I or think so. no, they're onto the sixth or wait, no, I think it is the fifth. Yeah. It's the diamond and no. Black and white, I think. Wait, 
I don't know. I, <laughs> I think it, um, it, like is, I said, I it is around the fifth. I, yeah, I know because it, there's just there's just so many of them. <laughs> but I always get excited when I see like a shadow on my radar, and I was like, oh, new Pokemon! I gotta go get. It. I gotta go find it. I remember being excited with yeah. uh, with the Snorlax mm-hmm. shadow. And I was like, no way. And I remember driving around and around and around trying to find the, the Snorlax. And then it disappeared. I was like, no. I was like, I couldn't find it. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, they have they have made it much easier to find Pokemon now. Because yes. in the past, they really didn't give much indication of where the Pokemon was. But now they show Pokemon at the Pokestops I mentioned. Like right. the actual landmark, making it much easier to and track them down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I do like that aspect for sure. Kind of like what you said in the beginning, they it was a little more stale. Like it, it took them the, a good like the first year to start coming out with the events. I think the first one was that. Um, I think the they had like a water festival. Um, yeah, that sounds that, right. Yeah, I think that might have been one of the first ones. Um, and then I think the first they have like a community community day where once a month they have for three. No, it's five hours now where they have like a star Pokemon. Right. Uh, but I think the very first one was Pikachu, wasn't it? I, Ooh, that's a good, I don't remember. It could be, it could explain why I have so many Pikachus, but the community yeah, so, days are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The shiny Pokemon are like, that's like, like, um, just a sweet nectar that I have to, have, <laughs> that I have to have. Um, and I don't care if it's like, you know, one of the, <laughs> Un, you know the most unpopular Pokemon. If you give me a shiny version, I am going after that thing until I find one. <laughs> but they're yeah, so cool. I know. I always say I'm 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 greedy. I have to have at least one shiny, preferably three, because it's usually a Pokemon that evolves twice. So I always yeah. have to have like the full set. Of you course, know? of course, I'm the same way. Yes, you have to do that. That's that only makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. So we have just a few minutes left here, um, and I'd like to wrap up. Um, by just having you uh, tell us um, maybe your your favorite Pokemon and why Pokemon is so important to you. Um, and before I segue you into that, um, I'll just kind of give you a feeling of, of what my favorite Pokemon are and then what it means to me too. Um, but hands down, sure. uh, my favorite starter Pokemon, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, is Squirtle. Um, and that's just because I yeah. was my, <laughs> my first Pokemon in blue. Um, it, it, squirrel just looks so flipping cute, and I, it doesn't help that his evolution <laughs> evolutionary line is awesome as well. War Turtle and um, uh, Blastoise, uh, they're just very very cool, and that's a water type Pokemon, and that was very influential for me picking Team Mystic because you know it's it's the blue factor <laughs> the blue factor kind of thing. Um, so that that's easily my my favorite starter Pokemon. I have since wanted to get like a favorite starter Pokemon represented from each uh, Pokemon type. So um, I do not have a favorite fire yet, um, but my favorite grass type Pokemon is because of Sword and Shield, uh, Grokey. So I, I just love little monkeys. <laughs> I thought Grokey mm-hmm. looked really cute. So Grokey's my other favorite uh-huh. um, starter type Pokemon, the grass type. And if you, mm-hmm. so non-starters, my favorite Pokemon uh, is Abra. Um, I always liked the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I got Abra. And because, I mean, listen to the name, Ashley. Abra, Kadabra, 
Alakazam. <laughs> I mean, how how, yeah. <laughs> how perfect is that, you know? Um, and That's pretty awesome. They're yeah. the psychic Pokemon. I remember the cartoon too, with the with the spoon thing and and they were just they were just cool. They were very, very cool and I, I loved it. I love how Abra's just always sleeping too. <laughs> you know, and, and uh Yeah, I mean what other Pokemon can attack when it's sleeping, you yes, know? Yes, exactly. Uh, so those those are my favorite <laughs> Pokemon and obviously a lot of them are from the first mm-hmm. gen and stuff like that but uh pokemon has just been very important to me because uh a few reasons one i mean it, it reminds me of a, a a time much more innocent than it is today and um it allowed me to experience a brand new world um that just offered you know at this point countless opportunities to see more pokemon uh more experiences the cartoons, the games, all that stuff, the art. Uh, it inspired me to do um, stamps as an artwork for the first gen uh, as well, too. And now I do Perler Bead creations of uh, Pokemon. Um, I draw Pokemon, you know. It's just giving me an outlet of creativeness and just a happy, a happy experience, you know, a happy place, <laughs> if you will. And now it's like seeing how Pokemon has reached millions upon millions of people uh giving them a a, a common point of uh, like oh. i don't i don't i may not know you at all but if you tell me oh i love i play pokemon go or i i i love watching the show or i play mm-hmm. this game i'm like well that's something we have in common you know and 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 i could i could strike a chord with that just on that point alone and so i think pokemon it just, it just offers just an opportunity for everyone to kind of get away from all the negativity, the stresses yeah. out there, mm-hmm. and just come into a little world um, of just like you know wonder, amazement, and fun. So Pokemon has always been special to me. Um, what has Poke? What are your favorite Pokemon? And uh, what has Pokemon meant to you? Well, I would have to say my favorite starter is probably Bulbasaur. Nice. I I just think it's so cute, and I mean it was my very first starter okay um in not only blue um but also in uh fire or no um leaf green you know for um, oh yeah oh yeah i I forgot to mention that i played that too for game boy advance (laughs) um so i think if i ever play the game again it's always going to be bulbasaur i i'm not sure i mean i've always liked um grass type pokemon i think because i love nature i love forests i love rainforests uh um also because i um bulbasaur has always reminded me of bearded dragons i don't know something about the face (laughs) yeah and you know i love bearded dragons i have a bearded (laughs) dragon (laughs) um so i think that's why i like bulbasaur so much um as far as my favorite pokemon in general i think sylveon I just love Sylveon. Oh, I think it's yeah. I think it's so beautiful, and I I mean I like fairy type Pokemon in general, and I love how they're strong against dragons. Yeah, um, I think that's really cool. I have this really funny picture of I should send it to you sometime. Uh, um, Sylveon on top of a defeated dragon Dragonite. Okay, <laughs> and the Dragonite looks totally knocked out. The Sylveon has this innocent look on his face, like it has no idea what's going on. It's true, though. <laughs> I know, and it, cool. it says in fancy, a fancy font, Dragon Slayer. Oh, very nice, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, you have to send so, it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, 
I don't know if uh, Nintendo did that on purpose so people wouldn't un- underestimate fairy types to you know make them strong against dragons. Right. But I- I've always really liked Sylvia, and I think it's really cute. That's cool. That's um, cool. and I, what Pokemon means to me, I've always found Pokemon is um kind of a sense of comfort to me, you know, because yeah. you know I've you know a lot's gone on in my life, and I've always kind of look to Pokemon as a, you know, comfort to me, the games, the collecting of the cards, right. um, the TV show. And I've met so many friends through Pokemon. And, you know, that's how Brendan and I met through Pokemon Go. <laughs> so, I don't know, Pokemon will always mean something special to me for that reason, you know. That's awesome. Uh, it might be it. But, yeah, I mean, it's brought so many people together. I mean, yep. Brendan and I met through a, a raid group um, through Pokemon Go. and oh, cool. uh, um the guy who, yeah, the guy who um, founded it, um, he and his son are the moderators in the group, and they're really, they're really good guys, and um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of really good people, too, who play Pokemon, so, I mean, I have nothing but good things to say about it, so, yeah. That's great. I mean, I mean, that that's yeah. the essence, you know, I think of a, mm-hmm. it's just an opp- opportunity for you to meet people, um, and good people, mm-hmm. and I mean, the Pokemon Go community. Um, I remember I'm not, I'm an introvert, so I remember like oh I don't I'm never gonna get this Pokemon because I don't have enough people to raid with. But then they start doing those raid groups and and more often than not, because um, mm-hmm. every everything has a sour apple, but more often than not you can go into any raid group and they'll just yeah come on in I'm I'm starting one now or whatever. There's, it was just very welcoming. Um, oh yeah. So the Pokemon mm-hmm. community is very it's it's wonderful and I'm I'm really happy mm-hmm. to be a part of it and to have you part of it too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, same with you and Gina. Like, you guys have always been good friends, and, you know, you're always welcoming with the raids, too. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and been good friends, and, you know. Um, and, yeah, and even, like, uh, the, um, uh, you know, like, the people online, too, who I've raided with, too, they, if I ever say, is there, like, room for another person, they say, yeah. So, right. yeah, just in general, yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Okay, well, mm-hmm. again, Ashley, we could go on. For hours, um, but, uh, <laughs> but we, let's mm-hmm. let we'll wrap this up. Um, I just want to say uh, thank you for uh, coming on to the show. Um, I heard this was your first podcast. I wish it could mm-hmm. be. I wish the podcast was a much better podcast than what it is for it to be your first one. But hey, we all have to start somewhere, I guess. <laughs> oh no, it was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. I'm really glad you had fun. That's what this mm-hmm. is all about. Um, so thank you once again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're ever interested, we can you can come back onto the show and we can talk more Pokemon or other things because obviously uh, you're you're a big gamer um, and I <laughs> I am nowhere near your level, but I do play games, so we have a lot of other things to talk about too. So uh, the invite is there if you ever want to come back on the show, let us know and we'll, we'll have you sure, on. Sure, definitely. But again, All right. thank you for your opportunity uh, for this opportunity and talking to our ice cubes out there. Um, anything you have for us? No, I don't think so. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll talk about Pokemon anytime. <laughs> I'd be happy to be back. Yeah. Well, okay. There you have it, everyone. That was our Icebox conversation with one Ashley talking about Pokemon and the world of Pokemon and how wonderful it is. God, if you haven't been introduced to this yet, what are you waiting for? Go check it out. There's plenty of different things to do. The card game, the video games, the Pokemon Go app. 
you can draw Pokemon. Pokemon Snap came out. You can take pictures now of it. There's something for everyone. The cartoons, the anime, right? Oh my God, go check that out. It's Pokemon. It's a great way to escape reality, have some fun, and become part of a wonderful community. The Pokemon community is very, very wonderful. But didn't you say the Pokemon community were jerks because there were scalpers going out there taking all the cards? Yeah, you're right. I did say that, didn't I? Well, hey, there's always some bad apples in a bunch, right? There's always a thorn in one bush or something. I don't know what the sayings are. Hey, there's always going to be something bad. But hey, for the most part, Pokemon community is wonderful. They're welcoming, they're inviting, and they're a great people. And besides, those people that hoard the cards from true Pokemon, the true Pokemon community, guess what they're called? They're called Sculpers and they're called Jerks. Yes, welcome back, Pokemon Sculpers. You're called Jerks once again. Okay, I wanted to keep it light. I wanted to keep it light, so I'm going to do my best and not yell anymore. So... Thank you all to my Ice Cubes for listening and taking time out of your day. I hope you had fun with that podcast. Um, I hope you had fun listening to Ashley and everything that she had. She's a she's a genius, isn't she, about Pokemon? My God. Um, she's wonderful. Uh, I hope you had fun with uh, listening to this, our conversation about this. If you have anything to add to the conversation, please email us at iceboxcast at gmail.com. That email, again, is iceboxcast at gmail.com. If you send us an email, we will read it on the air for you, and we will discuss it on our next episode. But you can also reach us on our other social media platforms, Facebook. You can find us there, Inspired Creations, H-O-M. There you will see links to our podcast, our YouTube shows. You can find me on YouTube as IceboxCast. Subscribe, like, or comment to our videos. You'll also see artwork posted to our Facebook page. You will also see, thanks to the soft reboot, other creators and their creations on there as well. So please, it's another welcoming community. It's for positivity. It's to make people laugh, make people smile. Come join us on there. You know what? I think I'm going to give it a wrap now. Charlie Huckle's giving me the sign to wrap things up. So to all my Ice Cubes, once again, thank you. And I hope you enjoy our newest content in our soft reboot, our season two, if you will. But hey, Ice Cubes, until next slime, may all your cakes be tasty. Jigglypuff!